0: Today's Braze Bits is sponsored by Advanced Auto Darts. Do you love to fire darts at a target? Do you love getting your car repaired? Well, at Advanced Auto Darts, we do both these things. That's the end of the ad.
1: We got some Braze Bits. We got some Braze Bits. They're coming in hot, so
2: ready on Bits. Mm, bits. Beautiful copy. That one ended a little abruptly, but I I enjoyed it very much. Auto darts, Dart Garfunkel.
0: Dart Garfunkel, yeah, it threw me off. They said, okay, we want to sponsor the the pod, and then they said we're going to give you the copy, and then I was about to <laughs> record, and I realized we didn't have any copy.
2: Copy that, but you really riffed a good Cal Rifkin.
0: I guess. I'm not the, sure. I mean, the last
2: line, it, it just it, it came to a, sl- a halt. <laughs> That's Screeching the end
0: Comes to a screeching halt, just like your brakes. Advanced Auto Darts.
2: <laughs> Double
0: ad. Shout out to Auto Darts. Shout out to Advanced Auto Auto Darts. Welcome to Braised Bits, everybody. We're really fully dipped in. Welcome to Braised Bits, episode 59.
2: 59. At the brink of 60.
0: 59th Street. It's a big street in New York City. Huge street. Bloomingdale's is there. 59th Street Bridge.
2: A lot of subways.
0: The sandwich shop. My old management company for an apartment I lived in was on 59th Street and it was interesting going there.
2: I'm sure. It's a busy location. But it's, it's it's not a bad location. There's a lot of things going on. It's not quite Times Square. It's not 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 quite a tourist hub. It's a lot of corporate. There a used, to be, a, there grew used grew to be there used to be
0: a food emporium under the bridge. Yeah. And I never went in there, but I always like to imagine if I lived around there I would go to that food emporium. And there was this pizza place, and they moved, actually, because I walked, walked by there randomly a bunch of times during this.
2: The old pizza place. I think yeah, it's still it's there. Yeah, it's like
0: Nick and Tony's, it's called. Yeah. But they moved.
2: Ah. I remember, I remember that place. Very
0: old school. Slice Shop. Slice. That's right. And they yeah. moved. So now it's like an old but newer because it's in a new location. And it's like, you know, whenever a restaurant moves, I mean, obviously, they're moving for a reason. Yeah. Probably because the rent is better. But if you're moving, it ain't the same.
2: It ain't the same at all. I'm sure we're going to have a whole new city next year, a couple years, of all these restaurants closing, new places popping up. Hopefully, we'll see.
0: And you know the worst part about moving?
2: You're not grooving.
0: And you got to return your cable box.
2: That is the worst part. Yeah. Some of these restaurants probably don't have cable, but these sports bars that have... Could you imagine the amount of cable boxes at a sports bar when they move locations? Could you imagine that?
0: I can't because there's so many that, I, I that's what you're trying me to say, right? It's so crazy that it's hard to imagine. <laughs> Welcome to Rage That's Miss. how crazy it is. <laughs> we got some, not, not really some meal prep, but I just wanted to address that we picked the wrong day to record last week.
2: I think we picked the, the pitch <laughs> perfect day to record. I'm glad we didn't record on Wednesday. We recorded the day before the, the world almost ended.
0: Yeah. And I said, like, I always think about this because the world moves so fast now. And we usually record Monday or Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday is when we usually record. Then we put out the episode Friday. But the world moves so fast that you could have a completely different world. Exactly.
2: Met- Meta world peace it was not peaceful last week. Feels like it was a long time ago. Unbelievable. Yeah. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Should we I mean, talk I- about it? Should we not? What do we- People probably. I'm down for I'm down to talk about. It. I mean, I, I feel like every take, every I'm not, we're not going to say anything shocking or surprising. I fully support the people who rush the capital. Obviously, yeah, um, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> it's just it's it's like
0: a, like at the end of a, if you win the national championship, storm yes. the storm the court, Washington situation. Capitals,
2: wow. exactly.
0: Yeah, the Barry Trotz on in there. He used to be the the head <laughs> yeah. coach of the Capitals. Yeah, it's why you're right. There's nothing new for us to say. It's crazy.
2: I guess it's it's, I I saw I started watching the news when like they were still just like outside and they were on the steps of the Capitol, and in my head I was like, how are they not gonna like how are they gonna stop them from going inside? And they got inside, <laughs> and it was pretty bad. Yeah, that
0: sounds like you're like a color commentator, and you're like,
2: doesn't look like anyone's gonna stop them from getting outside. They <laughs> will go. Back to all you. Go wait.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to me it's uh you know, people people got issues. Everyone's got, you know, they're mad at their someone's you're mad at your uh your situation cuz you got yeah, you someone to the prom 25 years ago and they said no and you're holding on to it. And wow. that's you know. That's what it is. People it's become very possible. people become like people become the way they are. And you have someone who's a crazy guy who says the way you ended up, or you're you're unhappy, or you don't have meaning in your life, it's not your fault. It's someone else's fault. People.
2: So it's be- your fault, didn't you? Didn't you admit a few episodes ago that a a girl from a different school invited you to her prom and you said <laughs> yeah, no? Yeah. so you're saying Patreon. that she Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> oh, no, uh, that was Patreon. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, you blew it. Oh man. Well, that happened to both of us. My junior year, a girl asked me to go to the prom, and I, and I said no. And and and, you did the same. So we we both are cause for concern. Did she go with Kevin? Who's Kevin?
0: I remember this. I think this was also a Patreon episode. We 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 get real. This is a this is an ad for a <laughs> Patreon. Is, Subscribe to are, our Patreon. You hear all about
2: it's a perfect ad for a Patreon. Jesse's
0: exploits or Jesse's rival Kevin, romantic rival in bar mitzvah times.
2: Yeah, rest in peace. Actually, Kevin passed away a few years ago. Oh
1: man, <laughs> <laughs> dark turn. Wow, that took okay. it.
2: I just had to say it because it's, it's it's my truth. Wow. <laughs> so he's not really my rival anymore. Yeah,
0: you're you're the the last uh, last comic standing. But yeah, for the last yeah, dance. Yeah, but um, now I look like the bad guy in this. In you're Billy Eilish. Yeah, I'm Billy Eilish.
2: Yeah. It was. was, It's been an insane week. It's not. It's just
0: crazy. The whole thing's nuts, but it's also unsurprising.
2: Unsurprising, but uh, yeah, a a little shocking though. Some of the pictures of the people inside of the Capitol, like literally like in people's offices, like like where they vote. It was well. There, it's it's
0: so brazen, and it's not even a bit.
2: Yeah, far too brazen. Yeah, it's far. It's 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 like if you want a crispy bacon, but this went like. The opposite way it was like soft and dangly like when you had a uh, the french toast is that also patreon patreon the french toast pancetta
0: subscribe to our patreon patreon.com we're turning we're into a our, better, our worst we're, fears we're a better podcast than most po- i gotta say i listened huh? to a few different podcasts this week and they all do that all they do for for i'm gonna count first yeah. six minutes subscribe to our patreon this episode Sorry we didn't do a podcast last week. We were thinking about doing a podcast this week, but I think we're going to do it next week. Maybe we do it three times a week. That's all podcasts are.
2: So it's it's talking about when we're going to do it our next podcast. And then I said podcast.
0: on a, I mean we do it a little bit like we said this on the last podcast. You can yeah. listen. I posted about this. Yeah. This is on my
2: YouTube. Cuz we don't want to come across as like a, repeating ourselves. I I feel like everybody I talk I listen to Podcast are always like, I've said this before, we talked about this before, we don't want to be hacks. But I always come back to my wife.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to make it weird, you know, if I'm going to repeat Holmes all the time. You no. make it weird.
2: I'm just going to say WTF. And then bang you some more comedy, bang, bang.
0: And the Pete and Sebastian show. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That, that that's what I was thinking about when I was watching. I mean, I watched. It, I never watched the news, and we were watching the news, and I was just like, "What are you doing? What are you? What are you doing? What are you thinking? What? Are yeah, don't. I think yeah, I think it stems from people have psychological problems or unresolved traumas, and uh, different people have different. Out. Some people go for a run. Some people, you it's know, go get you know extremist views and get hijacked by social media and yeah. storm the Capitol.
2: You haven't seen Goodfellas, right? Nope. Awesome. There was a really good meme online of like, they, were, they put together a video of some of the people who were getting arrested, like after they stormed the Capitol, and you wouldn't get it. There's, there's, They made it a Goodfellas meme. was good. Wasn't, I wasn't a good fellow. I love references. <laughs> this podcast is
0: all references. Wow, we are in fuego. <laughs> this heat is, check. This Need an absolute heat check. Yeah. I can move to the highlights, even. Wow! <laughs> Thank goodness, I can move to highlights too. Let's move and groove. Let's move and groove to
2: our highlights. You want to lead off? You want me to lead off? I'll lead off. We were talking about the low light of last week. I had a couple. Of, I had two nice highlights last week. First highlight, I went over to one of my friend's apartments in New Jersey, and I met his new dog. Got a new dog. It's a German Shepherd, like a little, I think it's like less than two years old. And I gotta tell you, Lancey, me and this dog hit it off. Natural chemistry, I walked in, she peed right in front of me, peed on the ground. Just, I obviously just caused something inside of the dog to just wanna release. And then we just were playing around for a whole afternoon. I brought over a gift. I got her an avocado, that's a a dog toy. It's not a real avocado, but it's shaped and looks like an avocado. Just playing around. Just barking, being a dog. Phil Jackson was there also at one point. I think Phil was a little jealous that we, me, and this dog had a lot of chemistry. Just an overall great time.
0: Avocado Scarborough. Nice. Yeah,
2: it was real avocado. So your too. highlight is meeting this dog. That was that was part one. Okay.
0: <laughs> meeting this dog. I'm glad that was part one because it was, well, yeah, I'm sure I, it was a good dog. But I was going to go in on you if that was the highlight. It was. It
2: was a great dog. I I don't think I articulated the experience well enough, but we just had natural chemistry.
0: Sure. I, don't know. I never I guess felt saying... I never felt that with a dog, so I wouldn't know what it's like.
2: <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then part two, the highlight from last week, TikTok related. I think I mentioned at the end of last week's episode I had a, a video that was going viral. Yeah, yeah. It went banana pudding, and then I got followed by John ja Morant, my first NBA player to follow me on TikTok. I was Jamba, about Jamba Juice. I was about
0: to reference John Morant just before, but really? I think he encapsulated what happened last week better than any commentator. I was like, when it first started, I was like, you know, like looking on Twitter, and he, like, his tweet, I guess, was all he said was, "This shit is wild, dog," and that's <laughs> that is the best perfect. summation. That's the best summation.
2: That would be unbelievable if you referred to that before I did my highlight. John Morant comes full circle. ja Jamba Juice, Jaja Banks, Ja He uh, he started following me. He only follows twenty five people on TikTok, and and just like his reactions to the storm in the Capitol, the shit is wild. Yeah, I guess he found my TikTok wild. Minnesota, it's a great,
0: it's a great TikTok.
2: Yeah, it was very, very exciting. I like, I, 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 a lot. I like John Morant. i follow him back. I like John Moran. I love yeah. him. He's he's injured right now, so it's probably why he has time to be scrolling on TikTok. Probably because.
0: Athletes don't use social media, otherwise. Right. You see this thing with uh, Kyrie Irving today.
2: That's I got yeah. that as my QAB. Okay, we'll save it then. Save it for the Quab.
0: Yeah. the... Meyer.
2: John Morant. But the, the me and the dog was by far was much better than John Morant. Follow me. The, I got I don't know if I explained it. The dog and me. Is, it was almost like Marley and me, but a better ending.
0: So. When you initially said that's part one of my highlight, I thought there was going to be something more with the dog and your friend, but they're totally separate. So I kind of like, like part one, I met this dog and then, can you believe it? <laughs> that's what the world is now. I mean, it's literally, you're, you're scrolling on a social media platform. You see one story, then you see it totally unrelated. And the that's fact all that there are no linear narratives anymore is the, the downfall of society, but I'll save that for, for later.
2: I think there's a, a a very linear connection to my dog and this c- chemistry to John Morant being my dog on social media. I'd say he ri- he's my ride or die on TikTok. And in real life, this dog is my ride or die real dog. All right. Snoop Dogg. Mike and the Mad Dog. Nice. Mike Mancusi. He would he'd be
0: a good podcast. I like Mike Mancusi. I like him a lot. He is someone who has integrity in comedy which is like i can name 10 people <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah that, that was he'll, one he'll hear that so that's good oh 100 yeah um all right i'll do my highlights i have uh part three that are all totally unrelated great so number one i want to share with this i, I i've been watching this netflix show that i finished it's only two seasons and there's six episodes each but it's this french comedy but it's about this jewish family in france and they have a kosher butcher shop and they decide to basically try to turn it into a weed speakeasy. Very cool. And, and then what happens is they like think that weed's going to get legal in France and they do all, and then it ends up getting nuts. But I would highly recommend it. I mean, you know, you can watch it with English subtitles and um, it's like really funny and really well done. And it has like a lot of bits. It's I love like, the premise it's 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 full chock full of bits and it also I think you would like it a lot the music is like a, it's like some of that's like music for a show that I feel like I've I've watched and I really like it. it's really refreshing in a way that it just it's a very nice encapsulation of like a Jewish family and even though they're French you could like hmm. feel that connection of like the Jewishness and it's it was really cool
2: to see was what's it called
0: family business. And Sorry, I didn't, say, I didn't say the name. It's Family Business, it's called. Got it. Yeah. Sounds
2: great. I'm, I'm definitely going to check yeah. it out. I'd really Half like an hour, an hour? Yeah,
0: like 30-minute episodes, six episodes a season.
2: 30, you said 30-minute episodes? Yep. Oh, that's right at my alley.
0: Yeah. So I would recommend it. I think you'll I think you'll like it a lot. Beautiful. So you just
2: randomly came across it? You, look, you were looking for like a I'm French show? I'm just always looking
0: for French shows, and there aren't that many, and honestly, a lot of them aren't that good, or the ones I've watched, but this one is like a genuinely really good show. Awesome. Sounds
2: fantastic. Need a show of bits. Yeah. Feels like your passion for this show is close to my passion for meeting this dog. Yeah, pretty much.
0: My second highlight is I sent you a picture on Saturday. Kate and I braised some short ribs.
2: Beautiful pieces
0: of meat. Beautiful pieces of meat.
2: Pretty sure you sent me them before they we, were braised. before they were
0: braised. I put them in a, a podcast iron skillet. Nice. To serum.
2: You put serum into your bra into your short ribs.
0: No, I put some rubber tires from Sears Roebuck. I sears okay. Roebuck to them in the podcast iron skillet. Beautiful. From with my advanced auto darts, but then so I took the braised short ribs and we put them in a, a sauce tomato sauce for like six hours and made a <sighs> wow. short rib ragu wow and it was great it the whole apartment smelled amazing for the whole day obviously this is only really something you could do and i mean you can do it in real life but in quarantine times when you're not you don't have plans and you're not leaving it's way easier slow cook yeah i think this we don't have a slow cooker we just did it in a, a pot but i might try something similar this weekend
2: did the the short ribs basically like dissolve into the sauce or did they hold their so, integrity?
0: So they kind of fell off the bones slowly and then kind of they, you know, they kind of mixed up with the sauce, but then I kind of took them out and chopped them up. So it wasn't nice. As, uh, yeah. That sounds And got rid of the bones beautiful. and the tendons. You don't want those tendons in there.
2: No. Sup- unless you're a superintendent. I'm I'm educated by that. I want to make short ribs. That's, that's the dish of the pot. Yeah. If Ray you're making rib.
0: a short rib like soup, then you'd want to be a superintendent.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's a that's a top
0: nine rainy day food. That is. That was last episode. Shout out to yeah. last episode. Shout out to our Patreon.
2: <laughs> Shout out Pat.
0: Then my third highlight is so third
2: highlight part six. Bro, should part I five. should I not
0: do it? Am I disqualified?
2: No, please.
0: This is a podcast. We we could we might get DQ'd and QAnon. Dairy Queen. <laughs> Dairy Queen. It's going to be a blizzard out there. <laughs> My third highlight, so in soccer, in, in uh, English soccer... Football. football there's the, pr- the Premier League, right? It's the kind of league. There's the Champions League, which is like this intercontinental tournament, but there's also this thing called the FA Cup, which is like, kind of like March Madness, in a way. It's basically, so the... In in England, the Premier League is the the top league, but there's a bunch of leagues below it. Like so, if in in soccer, if you finish in the last three places, you get relegated to the league below you. And Got if it. you finish in the top of like the lower league, you get promoted. So teams like can't really rebuild. Like that would be like if the Warriors last year, since they were so bad, they would have gotten like relegated to the NBL.
2: So you can't tank.
0: You can't tank. Got it. Because you lose so much money, and Interesting. yeah, you get demoted. Basically, you get relegated. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the way. Like there's so many teams, so that's kind of the way the, the they call it the football pyramid. But like so, there's the professional leagues are there's four of them. There's the Premier League, and then there's th- three leagues below them. But then it goes all the way. Like there's like a League Five, a League Six, a League Seven, a League Eight. Um, all the way down to, like, I, I don't know how far down it goes, but, like, of these, are, these are, like, part-time players. So, like, my friend, Bastian Schweinsteiger, lived in England for a period of time. He played on, like, a club soccer team, like how someone, like how Seidel is on, like, an intramural hockey team. So his team was in, like, the 12th division or something like that. Wow. So in the FA Cup, basically any team that's, like, registered in this thing, like, they play each other. So most of the top teams have buys for the first few rounds, but by birdie, by birdie. But basically, what I'm getting to, and I apologize if I walked people listening to the pod,
2: Christopher Walken,
0: Christopher Walken, Walken, Texas Ranger. But basically, Tottenham, the team I like, who's one of the best teams in the Premier League, played a Division Eight team this weekend, and the way they do the draw, it's like random where they play. So they could play at Tottenham Stadium, where they could play at. The other team, so they played at this team called they're called Marine, and it was basically like a high school stadium. Like there was like no seats. It was like in a neighborhood. So and the t- the players they played against were like, you know, like had real jobs. So That's insane. yeah, and like there was you know it was televised. This team, they, because of COVID, they were not to have fans, but they sold virtual tickets and like they've lost so much money because of COVID, but because of this, they were able to like raise, I think it was like $300,000 or something. Um, wow. Yeah. That's a
2: dream just for the chance to be able to play against like players of the, on that kind of caliber from time That's amazing. Yeah. So it's like lost life, uh, lifetime.
0: Yeah. So like imagine if it's basically like if I joined an intramural basketball team and then over the weekend, I happened to play against Steph Curry. Right. That's like kind of, it was like, it was just like very cool and surreal to watch.
2: It's bananas, and the yeah. guys on this team aren't getting paid at all. Or they're not getting paid a lot.
0: They're getting paid, but they actually got had to get furloughed because after the game, so they lost, and they had to get furloughed because their division is not playing because of COVID. Yikes!
1: What was the final so, score?
0: Only five nothing. But like the way you know, it was it was four nothing, and then you know it's they're not gonna, it took the pedal off the
2: brakes. Yeah. Put put the pedal on the brakes.
0: Yeah. Also, there's like fireworks going out going. uh, Going off, could you hear him. I
2: hear some pops. Pop of yeah, it. What
0: is that? This is like. What yeah. are they doing? What are they doing?
2: It's the pod kitchen. The oil's too hot. Things are frying up too quick.
0: Yeah, I think they're excited about the pod.
2: A lot of highlights. Well, we both had a too bunch many of highlights. highlights.
0: Yeah, not enough highlights. Sometimes, After a
2: big low light, we had to, to bounce it out.
0: Yeah, again, sometimes I'm like talking on the pod and I am get self conscious about the audience and I'm like, they're not gonna they're not going to want this. They're not going to like this. I'm talking too much. I should wrap it up. But then I listen to other podcasts, and I'm like, "We're so much better."
2: Next level. Yeah, those guys are the ones who have to get other jobs while we're, we have we have we have the best ads keeping us afloat. That's right. Sweet sauce, solid highlights. I think we really bounced out the low light.
0: Yeah, I thought with our highlights, there was a lot of good, different locations and ambiances. <laughs> we went that different our highlights. Had. Wow.
2: Definitely went, we definitely went from different perspectives, different, different
0: vibes. Different vibes. The only thing that was missing from some of them is if we were eating in those those yeah. locations.
2: Not a lot of food. Well, you did have that braised stew, but eating in different locations is my favorite thing. One of my favorite things. One of my Different spots.
0: That's good, because do you know what we're doing this week?
2: I sure do, Lance. We're doing our top nine different places slash ambiances slash locations to eat. Outside, that, yeah,
0: that's what that's what we're
2: doing. The outside to the inside.
0: You had momentum, and I just completely bludgeoned it. You're Jesse had like a roll of steam, and he was like going, going, and I was the like parking garage great. That I'm always. Are you ever afraid when you drive out of a parking garage that the thing's going to whack
2: your car? Oh yeah, it's going to come down and slam you. How does that never happen? Sure, it does. I'm always horrified about that. Same with the Easy Pass. Sometimes when they still have like the, the the thing that would that would lift, yeah, I'd always think that's gonna come slamming down.
0: Yeah, like a <laughs> they should do that if you uh, if you don't pay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you it just blocks car, you in,
0: <laughs> chopped in half. Yeah, but so, now those things are getting they're getting rid of those things. They're doing the overhead gotcha monitors <laughs> right. where you have to remember to th- throw up your Easy Pass. Right. Like put yeah. your hands in the air because your Easy Pass you got to care, care, otherwise you get fined. That's my son.
2: Love that. Paul Feinbaum. Who's that? Some kind of college football analyst. Got it. Yeah, so we're doing top nine places, ambiances to eat. This is going to be a really good one, I think. I love it. I'm very jazzed about it. It sounds, it sounds like a
0: forced category, but I think it's like right in the Brace pits wheelhouse more than... More than other categories we've done.
2: 100%. This is right up our alley. I
0: think this has the potential to be one of our best. Huge. I'll start. I'll I'll eat off.
2: Please. I'm very interested to see where we both go with this.
0: My number nine, you're not going to be... I don't think you're going to be expecting it. I did this based on the potential. Like, there are certain one-off situations that can be great, right? You have, for instance, you have like a, a romantic dinner that's perfect at this particular restaurant. Sure. I didn't do that type of thing. I just did like a general same. I'll I'll tell you what I'm saying. So like my number nine is sushi. All you could eat slash drink sushi, sake restaurants. Love
2: that. Well, absolutely love that. Wow. That's dangerous. I've had many dangerous experiences doing that. Not that many, but a few. It's just when you're
0: between the ages of like 19 and 24, it's the greatest thing in the world because it is the ultimate crystallation of balling on a budget. At that age, you want to feel like you're awesome and you you feel like at least I did, you you want to feel like you're like the man, you want to feel like you're invincible, like you're having a great time, you're going out with your boys, with your girls, having eating sushi with your dogs. With your dogs. <laughs> with your cats. With your goldfish. With your 100%. squirrels.
2: But in those places are always it's always a party. My always cousin a, had party. a birthday party there.
0: Always a party. Like, the sushi is never bad. It's, like, not bad. Oh, it depends where you go. but You're not going
2: for, like, top-quality sashimi or, like, great fresh fish. They have quality California rolls and spicy tuna. Always fun. People are doing the sake bombs. Yes. What's the place that was on, like, 2nd Ave, Kumo? I never...
0: uh, Kumo was on 1st Ave. They closed. They closed, like, 2 or 3 years ago. I walked by and I said, oh, man, that's a bummer. But also, I was... You know, I, One time I went or was asked to go to one, I think I was like 26, and I was like, is that illegal? That's illegal. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't be over 25 and No, they're going to check my
2: ID and they're not going to let me yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. They you're check your old. ID
0: and they say, you're 19?
2: Perfect for this all-you-can-drink. Yeah. Pictures of sake. Yeah. I remember just pictures and being like, oh yeah, if there's a picture of it, that means it's not that strong. But it's I always loved insane.
0: how these places were generally known for being sushi. I don't know if this is just a New York city thing. I'm not sure. Cause I've only done it in New York city, but it, Same. I've been to a few. There's one in Murray Hill that we would go to, uh, called, we called it Arcanine. Okay. Like Never the Pokemon. Ever. Got but it. It, Yeah. But, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. They, it, they are specific. And if like, if you go on like a Friday night, every table is going to be like groups of, Again, nineteen to twenty four year olds like going out.
2: Getting after. It. But
0: I always loved when there was a group like a couple maybe who didn't know <laughs> yeah. what the deal was and they were like, What did we walk into? Who are these Shot. children getting drunk and taking shots?
2: Yeah. Uh, Jeremy yeah. Shocked. Yeah. That's a good one. Didn't even think about that one. It's a yeah, great
0: one. It just always set a good tone for the night. It could be your night, but I feel like it was always like it was like a pregame
2: for, yeah.
0: for debauchery. But also in some, in like classy in its own way, and so uniquely. I mean, obviously it's Japanese, but also I'd be interested. I wonder if they have all you could drink slash eat sushi sake in Japan. It just the way, the way it's done in the city just always felt uniquely, uh, yeah. twenty year olds in America type thing. Build the blaster. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. My number eight. You might have this, you might not, and I think if you do, you'll have it higher up in your list, but it is giant sandwich slash wings slash generally not healthy, but game day food in front of the TV by yourself.
2: <laughs> I don't have that because I pretty much have that. I do that every night.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um doesn't have to be by yourself, but I generally will... You know, I, I live with my wife, so my wife's not generally eating a gigantic sandwich and wings. Yeah.
2: Well, a tub of hot sauce.
0: Yeah, a tub of hot sauce. Yeah, but it's always a nice thing if there's a particular game I'm excited to watch. I'll go sometimes like this is what I did after that time, this was a few episodes ago. If you listen to our podcast, you could listen to other episodes and our other episodes we talk about other situations. <laughs>
2: That is, a few that episodes is ago,
0: I talked about that Dunkin' Donuts breakfast sandwich on the platform of the the Long Island Railroad.
2: Can't no one will ever forget that? Yeah,
0: it was pretty classic. And after that, I got off at Penn Station, and I didn't want to take the subway because it's Corona. Every experience I've, I've had on the subway for the past few months has been horrendous. I don't know if you've taken it, but I've
2: taken it a bit. It's it's it's, it's very eerie. Lake Erie. It's Lake Erie. It's,
0: it's, Lake Erie, it's it's like Huron, because it's like Huron Edge, because exactly. it's insane. But
2: edge and Christian, the wrestlers.
0: Edger Remember? and James. You're on an Edger and James. That was strong. Yeah. James Goff. <laughs> Eric <They're> Goff. <laughs> James Goff's a comic.
1: Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking.
0: Yeah, funny guy. Get off me. Yeah. um, But I decided to walk home, because it's, it's a pretty long walk. It's like an hour and over an hour, definitely like an hour and a half, maybe. But I was Just like, luck. I'd rather walk than take the subway, so I walked and I walked past Fight Show's, which is top sandwich spot in America, and I got a giant sandwich, and then you know I watched the football. And That's the dream. Yeah, and I saved That's the sandwich the and I watched it, and I was like, this is eating the sandwich. I always generally if I turn on a pregame. I really am probably, to be honest, I'm going to finish the sandwich before the game starts.
2: Oh, yeah. But. Oh, yeah. That's the problem also. When you have that kind of afternoon setup, you have a game ahead of you, you want to cherish the food that you're having. But you also, it's, it's like a kind of a game of like, I'm going to crush this. It's a matter of when I'm going to crush it. So I try to like get it like midway through the game or try to wait to eat. Because if I eat, eat whatever I'm having too early, then the whole game I'm kind of like stuffed and like over and bloated. Stuffed crust pizza.
0: Yeah, it's cheesy. So for me, I take it as, okay, when I turn it on, that's when paradise begins and there's no rules. Got it. You just eat it whenever you want and that's how it works.
2: That's great. I think just just the
0: problem, the problem is, and this is why this situation I think is actually better by yourself. If you're with a group of people, there's going to be a lot of other food. So you're just not, it's like once you pop, the fun don't stop. Right. And you're just going to be miserable by halftime. Right. Because you're going to lake gorge yourself exactly yeah
2: that's a good one my number
0: seven actually just referenced sort of but it is it's specific but it's unspecific i have it as a slice of pizza in penn station
2: wow from rosas yeah rosas is the the unbelievable slice shop in penn
0: station unbelievable slice shop in penn station yeah you go there it's like dirty but also magical imagine sitting imaginable. in the back in that weird table. It's that's unbelievable. A, that's fantastic. That's the best iteration of the slice of pizza in a transit area, but you could really replicate this in any train station or any sort of... Airport, maybe? Airport, rest stop, maybe, depending. Any sort of in-transit. I love, and this is actually going to be a theme in my top nine, thematic. Thematic? It's Thematic. Don Mattingly? Don thematically. <laughs> Greg Maddox? <laughs> Tommy Maddox. Dick's Hills? Dick's Hills. I, I lived pretty or grew up pretty close to Dick's Hills.
2: Classic Jewish town.
0: Every season starts at Dick's Hills. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Dick's <Dixie> Chicks?
0: <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Just the Chicks.
2: <laughs> Just the ch- <laughs> Wow. What, what a roll. Roll Tide.
0: What a Tolero roll. Most underrated role out there. Come on. <laughs> it's it's uh it's high tide here, so it is. I'll uh, we're going
2: in. I'll let you get back to That's fantastic. The slice at Penn Station.
0: Yeah, but I think you could replicate this in a lot of different transit I was gonna say thematically, transit yeah. food is real strong because you're yes. you're in between things, but your anchor is food. Exactly. And it's one of the best, most comforting feelings in life. It's one of the it's one of the joys of life. That's fantastic.
2: I don't have that on my list. I was trying to to, I was thinking about put. It, I couldn't really articulate it like that. Like eating in transit at an airport or like at a train station. That is like it's it's a great time to eat. Everything because like, in cotton theory, it's not because you're like you you should be a little disheveled. You're not comfortable, but it is. It's especially if the food's good.
0: It's also you're always you're generally hungry. Like you're, you're right. because you're. It's not a typical day for yeah. you. You probably haven't you planned it. out eating as you normally do. You need it, and also transportation is generally miserable. So it's right. like a, its the thing you're looking forward to. It's, it's like, the all right, this train ride is ter- this plane ride is terrible. I'm looking at the looking at the tearing at the map tearing at the map the whole time. But at least I'll have this pizza.
2: That's a great great call. Wow, very strong, max strong. My number nine is eating room service in a hotel bed i.e like chicken fingers fries room service classic room service food i'm thinking breakfast usually um getting like french toast or like an omelet lance loves an omelet but like there's the feeling of eating a, in a bed that you don't have to worry about the mess you can either get it like cleaned immediately by um the cleaning person or just like just not not worrying about the mess and then eating in a bed, the food delivered to you, you don't have to worry about cleaning up the dishes. Lance shaking his head. It's that's it's just relaxing, you're you getting spoiled. Number nine, eating in a hotel bed. What are you what are you doing? What am I doing? Whatever
0: I so I've only done this once. And You only had room service? I've only once? had room service once in my life and it was two years, three years ago, two years ago. Holy mackerel. Um, went to Turks and Caicos with Kate's family. I think I talked about this on the pod once, but wh- I got so sick, like while yeah, there yeah, because I ate bolognese that was like sitting. Oh yeah, in for, you had breakfast yeah. bolognese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At so, a, a buffet. Yeah, so <laughs> I got so sick, and the next day I I couldn't get out of bed, so I got room service, and in that moment it was great. But it also I didn't I didn't pay for the vacation, but it was also I mean you know you're in a Hotel in Turks and Caicos, it was like a burger and fries. It was like $45. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not something you yeah. do all
2: the time. That's what makes it even more special. It, no, it's such so a special
0: occasion. When I treat myself to that extent, I always think, okay, the other shoe is going to drop any second. Like it can't, it's, life is yin and yang gang. If I'm getting something that I thoroughly don't deserve, then something bad is going to happen any at any moment.
2: That, that, see that's that's why you can't enjoy the beach. That's why you can't enjoy a certain great things because you're always waiting for the umbrella to hit you in the head. You're sitting in an hotel bed. There's nothing going to go wrong. Yeah, it's a little overpriced. Yeah, it's not going to be the healthiest food unless you want to get a fruit cup. But it's it's fantastic. It's heaven. It's, the bed is fluffy. You got fluffy pillows.
0: It's gonna Hopefully be. A, it a is dog. heaven because the second you walk
2: outside, you're gonna slip on the water and bang no. your head and die that's just the negative perspective on it lance then there's no other shoe to drop you're wearing two shoes there's nothing else there's nothing else gonna drop i don't always wear two shoes but when you do you wear crocs
0: when i when i put shoes on kate thinks this is hilarious but i'll like i don't really like to re- untie and retie my shoes slip so i will kinda slip slip them in but it's it's tough you really gotta kind of wet you gotta do a dance you gotta wedge yeah. it in and that's what happens so I'm, I'm gonna i'm slipping and sliding moving and grooving
2: yeah what's it called when you a shoehorn yeah you get yourself a shoehorn
0: no i tried to and i decided instead to get a keith van horn
2: makes sense yeah that makes sense tall socks yeah my number nine my number eight is eating in the park on a bench or table specifically like a sandwich making like a turkey sandwich and this is like picnic vibes but i'm not a picnic person eating on a blanket can't get comfortable on a blanket i did this once this summer of someone wanted to eat on a blanket in a park my butt cheeks went numb i i i I got a belly flop but i got a bony butt and like i I can't find a good spot i'm not flexible to sit i agree american style
0: i don't know who invented that this was a good idea but it's it's no no one's
2: had a good time no never but give me a park bench give me a table in a park Great weather, fantastic! Just you're in nature. You're able to see the birds chirping. You get to people watch. You can't beat it. That's why it's my number eight. Eating in the park on a bench. I think it can. I knew you're gonna have
0: this. I don't know why, but I knew that this was gonna be one of yours. Of course. I think it can be great, but I don't have it because there's just again, I think there's too many things that could potentially go wrong. <laughs> Like, whenever I've done it in New York City, it's like, okay, this is going to be good. But then, like, unfortunately, like, you know, maybe, like, a a crazy guy sits, like, kind of close to you. And then you're just, like, you're, like, should I be nervous? And you're, like, I'm a terrible person. But this guy is, you know. You're not scared eating at an
2: unlimited sake and unlimited sushi place? You're not afraid someone's going to black out and knock you over with a glass?
0: Well, yeah, but... But a park, no, because a park, because that is a that is a situation of a bit more chaos. A park bench is supposed to be serene. There's yeah. that. There's that situation. I mean, that's really just a New York City thing. But then there's also like a bird might poop on you. Uh, it that's might be windy. Uh, there's there's just like too many possible there. <laughs> var- you might get a text like just when you're like in. <laughs> oh my in. god!
2: You might get a text. Yeah. <laughs> I can't come. I can't argue that. You could, you might get a text. There would might you, be someone. You-
0: there might be someone that has just like an annoying phone conversation close by and like ruins the energy. That's very possible. That's that's the most possible out of all of these scenarios that I've invented.
2: The one scenario that I would be scared of and that I'm sometimes nervous about in the city in a city park is someone you know seeing you like while you're eating. Oh, and they that- approach you. That is the nightmare scenario. Really?
0: Because that's the only one that I don't. I wouldn't mind. Oh.
2: If it's somebody that I, I don't, we talked about this like on a subway. If there's somebody that like, you might know or you don't know, like you gotta engage in a conversation. But if you're eating, if I'm eating alone, don't I don't want to talk to anybody.
0: Yeah, so I think you could easily just like sh- like like shoo them away though. You say, oh hey, what's up? And then you talk, and then you say, all right, I'm doing my thing. I'm eating. Goodbye.
2: I've had that in Washington Square Park with the comic. I was eating a uh, Moon's falafel sandwich, and it was it was a messy, messy experience, and I. uh I, I was, I wasn't, they, they didn't really get the picture that I, I was like a little embarrassed. I had some tzatziki on my cheek and they're like, oh, so where are you getting up these days? And I'm, I'm trying to get up from this conversation. Bang. Comedy.
0: That's that's it. Is it okay to reveal
2: who it was? It's fine with me. I I kind of, his first name is Ed. He's at the Grizzly pair a lot, Ed Helms i'll tell i'll look it up after the pod. it's
0: okay now we're getting into like weird gossip
2: he's friends with gordy mcniff
0: comics in general though not the best barometer of understanding social situations yeah
2: that's very true which
0: is you know which is ironic given that the whole job is to understand the dynamics of a situation
2: (laughs) right my number seven eating at a baseball game eating a hot dog getting fingers overall i'm not a fan of eating at, like, basketball, football games. I don't like eating like in, like, an indoor arena. But I think baseball is the perfect sport to eat at because the game is slow enough. You can have a couple of bites before anything happens. There's a lot of pausing. Perfect time to just chew on a, some popcorn, some Cracker Jacks. Uh, I feel like it's designed for snacking. Watching a baseball game, popping something in your mouth on a nice summer day. It's beautiful. It's it's not it's It's controlled chaos at a baseball stadium. I enjoy it. It's a good
0: one. Baseball is the best sport to eat. I actually haven't been to a baseball game in like two or three years. And Caden, I said this summer we're going to go to like at least one Mets game. And then uh, COVID-19. Oh, yeah. You hear about it?
2: Don't know about it.
0: Yeah. I don't don't live in a world where it exists. Big media thinks it exists. Big media. (laughs) Yeah. Big meatball. Big meatball. Um, The only thing about that. Is that I prefer to sit in the upper deck or the home run section or far away, because, you know, if I'm anywhere close to, anybody, <laughs> oh, the, the ball's coming at you. The ball's coming at me every pitch.
2: Oh my god! And that's I something didn't,
0: to genuinely be concerned about. People die.
2: I, I don't. I didn't realize this to the extent that this this worry of flying objects coming at you. You
0: just got to be on your toes in public.
2: <laughs> There's a theme. There's a theme to this. It's, it's a lot of thematic uh, it's better to, objects.
0: It's better to be aware of your surroundings and to not and get whacked with a ball in your head.
2: Yeah, but you're you're an athlete. You're you're. A, we talked about you being Listen, a, a great throwing, rebounder, boxing out with your, in high school. Exactly, and why is so that? you can react
0: exactly, and that's because I'm mentally trained in every scenario too. <laughs> if someone's throwing a shoe at me, I'm gonna dodge out of the way like George W. Bush.
2: That was a great athletic move.
0: That was the yeah. highlight of his presidency. Like. <laughs> without a doubt
2: yeah great clip bayless yeah that was my number seven
0: so number six i think you're gonna like this one more you don't see it as much these days but you still see it but it's these kind of old old school i don't know if that's the right word but more classic chinese restaurants with the large fish tanks
2: oh my god oh my god that's the best
0: yeah When you're eating in a Chinese restaurant with fish tanks, you just know – it's like there's some sort of respect of the experience there where you know that everything is done for a reason and the reason is to enhance the quality of the experience. There are different types of fish tanks. Um, There's the ones with like more like colorful fish that Mm -hmm. like don't ever – like it doesn't seem like they're being cooked. Like, they're just for show.
2: Oh, I'm thinking all these tanks are just for show. Well, no, there's, there's there's like
0: some a, there's some places where it's, like, a lobster know, tank well, there's I've lobster, seen. but then there's, like, I don't know, I guess, like, maybe sea bass or something, but they're closer to the kit. Like, I don't know. You see some where it's, like, they're probably cooking those fish. But I'm, I'm talking more so about the ones with, like, the, you know, the, the colorful the, fish. The entertaining fish. Yeah, the entertaining fish. The performing fish, the yeah. Perform, yeah. And um, I briefly looked into it, but it, seems to signify according to some person on the internet signify good luck.
2: Interesting. That makes a lot of I sense. I no
0: idea if that's true, but I love the fish and like it it's like it almost creates like a more regal experience.
2: Absolutely. All the Chinese restaurants I went to growing up in in Jersey had the, the huge fish tank on the entrance inside by the bar it sets the whole vibe, sets great ambiance. I didn't realize it, but Chinese restaurants are all about good luck. The fish? The fortune cookies? Yeah. You got to have
0: good luck because if you don't, then you're going to get whacked by a baseball or a flying umbrella.
2: You're going to retire from football early like Andrew Luck.
0: That's right. Luck of the Irish. Luck be a lady tonight.
2: Donald Luck. Donald Duck.
0: (laughs) I don't know who Donald Luck is. Very good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it actually reminds me of, um, remember those like journalists Titans? in the, in like the early 1900s who were luck rakers? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Now one makes sense for you also, cause there's no really real risk of the fish, like jumping out of the, the tank and hitting you in the face or anything.
1: No.
0: My number five is, I think you're going to have this, but it's family style Italian restaurants.
2: Oh my God. That's my number six. Okay. You want that's to, a, I feel that's like a you're
0: one. you're gonna be able to wax poetic better. Do you wanna do you want Let's to, jump
2: into it now. We can we get yeah. into it.
0: Do you wanna do you wanna do your spiel though and then I'll I'll
2: follow you? I'll go for next. Steven Spielberg. It's, it's it's just I mean, I get emotional about it. It's it's one of the biggest things I miss is going out to a loud family style restaurant. I'm thinking Carmine's It's but Carmines my I think my, my top restaurant, my favorite restaurant. You know the second you walk in there, it's big tables, you're not going to this place I've gone with one with, with like my mom, and it's it's ridiculous amount of food. You, you got to go with a big group, you got to go with a lot of people looking to eat for a celebration, usually a birthday, anniversary. Everyone's in a joyous mood, loud, passing food around. It's just undeniable. It's what a what an experience. Something I miss a lot. Yeah,
0: just the aroma of garlic. Yeah, it's, it's just garlic everywhere in the air. Not like it just smells yeah. of good, but. Um, yeah also i don't i'm not someone who likes to dress up like i really don't like wearing suits and yeah. i try to avoid wearing nicer clothes because i lack respect or something <laughs> for society but i i actually like dressing up i, I like wearing nicer yeah. shoes and like a nice shirt maybe like a sports jacket at a, like a family style italian restaurant i think oh, wow. it, it calls for a certain respect
2: absolutely I don't a sports jacket that. I, I won't. I, always,
0: I, I'm not going to always do that, but like I would do it. I'm definitely going to we, wear. I'm not like fe- wearing sneakers feels insulting to the restaurant.
2: Agreed. The next time me and you, the first time me and you go to Carmine's, I'm expecting a sports jacket.
0: Yeah, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Also, it, it, it's you. You want to show up to the the ambiance. You you want to serve the experience. It's it's like it's it, it's undeniable you, you want to you don't want to come in like a schlub because you don't want a schlubby experience no
0: yes it, it, I mean, there, it's, it, it, it's tough to, it's also tough i feel like to really put that feeling of a family style italian restaurant into words because yeah. the whole thing is like we're here we talk about it and then you leave and we don't talk about it
2: anymore. exactly i feel like a huge part of it's also like the waiter or waitress like they're giving recommendations they're like they're a part of it they're they're happy yeah. everyone's excited they're like telling you, oh, you, you don't, you don't, you, you guys got too much food. You guys didn't get enough food. They're like, fit, they're learning your names. You never have like a, a boring waiter, or waitress at those kind of and restaurants. it brings
0: out the best of like, I think the loud patriarch or matriarch of yeah. the family who's kind of like running the show. Yeah. And I feel exactly. like that's like where they shine.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Some usually one person takes charge of the order, yeah, putting it all in. My yeah. dad would do that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, tough
0: to top, but my number four, not too different from my number seven, but it's different enough. Road trip, fast food, nice, eating in the car, but it could be in a, it could be at a rest stop, but yeah, in the car. This was an unusual one, but I talked about it. If not a few episodes ago, Kate and I went to Vermont. We got a Chick Fil A. got We got Chick Fil A, but it wasn't at a rest stop because it was like. We are in Vermont and there weren't, you know, your your standard rest stops. And um, we ate it in the parking lot. That's a good one. That's a good one too. But Very just fast. like a general Americana parking lot. You got to love that. But having fast food on a road trip, I feel like I'm at the age now where I'm not really, I'm rarely having fast food regularly. Yeah. It's just like sometimes I do want it, but I'm like, I know I shouldn't be doing this with any consistency at all.
2: Yeah. I feel like I did it more. A road trip, yeah, similar to like you We were saying earlier about when you're in transit, you, you, you need something. It's you only have limited options.
0: It calls for fast food road trips. Yeah, yeah. I think Maddie Schneck had said some comments about too. It's like it's like. Uh, pH everyone balance? agrees that it, like road trips. Kate is always says like she'll never have McDonald's except on a road trip. Right. Like I think this is a widely held belief, and it is for a reason. I also want to say that I learned recently that in france fast food restaurants are banned from rest stops
2: interesting i didn't know that
0: it's probably a good idea but it also i think that's just the difference between like europe and america in america it's like here's a place where people are vulnerable let's give them fast food and make right. them feel good in europe they're like this is a place where people are vulnerable so we should like protect their health
2: that's a great that's a great idea i think yeah. like i remember like stopping at a rest stop in Europe and it was like a, a place that had like great food. It, it, they had like, they're making sandwiches. Yeah. Like, it was like yeah. a deli almost. Yeah.
0: And then like they're like, deli. you want to go to the bathroom? Three dollars. please
2: And only in coins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's That's fantastic. Yeah. That was your four? That's my four. My number six was the family style Italian restaurant. We talked about it. My number five is eating next to a pool specifically like during a barbecue a barbecue next to a pool there's probably been a lot of things you're worried about lance about this one falling into the pool splash zone maybe the noodle gets whipped in your face but i love sitting next to a pool sitting on a lounge chair or if there's a table prefer to sit upright on a table be more comfortable eating a barbecue hot dog cheeseburger corn on the cob without the cob randall cob just sitting in the sun getting roasty toasty not a lot of things better I, I like eating next to a body of water the more my list goes on the more water there's going to be stay next to a pool it's just a relaxing vibe everyone's a bit chilled out nowhere to go gotta love it
0: so it's not like one of my favorite things but i could respect it okay. i understand the appeal right before the shutdown i went to this bachelor party my friend eric spolstra in key largo and one of like the afternoons we stayed in this airbnb but that was also like a you know how in Florida they're like uh, these like gated communities type thing. Sure do. So it was like this like retirement community where we stayed in this Airbnb and they had like a share. They allow Airbnbs in there? Wow. It didn't seem like they did to be honest. Like the person had a lot of rules. Interesting. Uh, but they, this place had like a pool for you know the mm. and and a grill like right outside the pool. So we grilled like sausages and ate by the pool. Love it. And it was it was amazing. It was Fantastic. like a great experience and I can see like that was the peak of it for me. But like, you know, gr- like growing up, yeah, we had a pool and uh, my dad would grill a lot and generally wouldn't eat. But but yeah, I, I, I see it. I see it. It's not like doesn't really do it for me a hundred percent, but it can be great.
2: Got it. I'm also thinking like vacation vibes. If you're yeah. at like yeah. a place that has a pool and you're able to like order food next to the pool or or just it's like that that, that's like the main place we were hanging out eating there
0: yeah love that that so there's uh sometimes when we go to florida there's a hotel we stay at with the pool and you could order food yeah to the pool again though i just never i just hate the feeling of getting ripped off and like they just jack up the prices and to me it's like it ruins the experience if you're getting taken advantage of
2: jared jack i get it yeah a lot of defense yeah I get it, but unfortunately, some of these, they know these are great great things to do, great places to eat, great places to be, so they jack it up.
0: Exactly, and they're, they're kind of predatory about it. They're yeah. Nashville predators. Nice. Icing. That's, that's, I was just
2: going for a hockey reference, but it was too late, too little too late. That, was, that was
0: Minnesota wild of you. <laughs> yeah. that, that kind of chain really went up in Calgary, Calgary flames. Yeah.
2: Put me in hell. I'm a New Jersey devil. What can I say? That was my number five. My number four. You got, you got a number
0: four Boston Bruin?
2: I, <laughs> I do. Don't Bruin it. Don't in my vibe. Okay. <laughs> you just ran to my parade. That's a callback to the last episode. I
0: feel like this next top nine, this number four for you is going to be a Colorado Avalanche of, of good feeling.
2: It absolutely is. I miss this feeling a lot. Wasn't able to do it this football season. It's tailgating in a parking lot before a football game. Pretty much the only can really tailgate. I've tailgated for a couple of Yankee games on top of a parking lot, but it's nothing like a one o'clock football game, getting in there at 9.30, 10 in the morning. Everyone's starting to drink already, starting to grill the atmosphere. Everyone's excited. The jets stink, but everyone thinks they're gonna win this game. Just the delusion. It's having a football, catch. there's so many different aspects of it. Having a football catch, scraping your knee, diving for a ball. Uh, Phil Jackson's family and uh, another one of my friends' family they run a great Giants tailgate it's like a legendary tailgate um, going there and like seeing people that I only see at that tailgate just great memories it's just uh, another similar to family style Italian restaurant it's hard to put into words it's just a, a great vibe great ambiance
0: I'm surprised that it's your number four
2: I thought I am it to be your number one I am too well I like my number one but the, the it should be up a little bit higher looking at my list, but it's uh I'm gonna start crying, Lance. You're gonna start start wiping my tears. I gotta come to one of these tailgates and skin my knees. You do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right of passage, scraping your elbows, diving for balls. It might hurt your shoulder a little bit, but
0: I got sharp bows. My bows could handle it. My knees uh, is what I'm worried about. Yeah. Yeah. But I That's... yeah, that sounds it, it sounds great. It sounds like an amazing experience. The thing is with those experiences is sometimes I, I can't enjoy anything, <laughs> so like I think I might enjoy it for 30 minutes and then be over it. But then you go into the game. Yeah, yeah, but it's better to watch it on TV.
2: No. I, I've I gotten to a point where I've, I've started to enjoy the tailgate more than the actual yeah, game.
0: Yeah, no. I'd go to the tailgate and then go home.
2: That's what I did in college, UMass football. You yeah. just tailgate and then go home.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, it's me. Sorry. I was so in, I was so enraptured by your, your telegram. <laughs> My number three, I think you're going to like this, and I had trouble exactly describing it. It's a restaurant. Generally, I call, I'm calling it a seafood deck. So it's generally a restaurant in a summer town, but doesn't have to be, next to or close to a body of water, generally serving seafood. They have oysters. Maybe they have live music. The restaurant is indoor and outdoor, but like outdoor is like where like you're crazy if you eat indoors. Right. I'm thinking of a few different places. One of them, I think that I'm really that really is the kind of epitome of this is this place, uh, Kleins, in Jersey Shore. Uh, you know, it's like different mostly seafood, but you could get other stuff. And it's just like this large deck, and I think there's water, and it's a seafood deck.
2: What else could I say? You said you think there's water? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's water. (laughs) Of course there's water. Yeah. (laughs) This is basically my number one. My my number one is a restaurant next to the ocean. So there's a
0: difference to me. So a restaurant next to the ocean can fall into certain – Yeah, but it could fall into certain traps where it's like a little too extra in the sense that – So one restaurant I'm thinking of, for example, uh, Kate and I, really good, called Malibu Farm in Malibu. and. It's like too much. uh It's like, it's like, it's when the restaurant changes from like going to the restaurant and having a good time to going to the restaurant to be seen, a scene and be oh, yeah. seen. And I but- feel like a lot of, not, not all, but certain restaurants, like in a tourist or like, for instance, this like Malibu waterfront, sometimes like, like Saint Tropez, I've never been there, but I feel like this has all these like, Super expensive, trendy, but over the top. Not not just good vibes and good times. Oh so yeah. So that's that's where I that's why gotcha. I say seafood deck because these it. places aren't having they're having seafood chateaus or something seafood towers. Yeah, there's a wide
2: range of the yeah. of, of, of these kinds, but I definitely prefer. I was thinking in San Diego, but I went to San Diego for the, the comedy festival there a few years ago, and there's so many different like restaurants. It was all in the, the the ocean, and they were similar like seafood decks or it's like bars that ha- that serve like oysters on on the ocean with the deck that's my number one just it's specifically like, during the sunset watching the sunset on the ocean on, on those kind of places oh my god that's that's why it's better than the tailgating just because of the the view the atmosphere the golden hour the sun setting having seafood the smell everyone's like sun-kissed a little sunburnt a little little bronzed you can't beat it Kissed tuna. Never had tuna. No. Fish. Sun- I've, had, I've had tuna in general. Sun
0: Kissed is a brand of, of tuna fish.
2: Oh, huh. I thought it was an orange juice. I think it might be. No, it's Sunny
0: day. Nice. Or orange juice. Maybe it's orange juice. Maybe it's
2: orange juice. Fish. Maybe. Tan juice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was my number three seafood deck. My number two is a family holiday meal. Wow. Just like in so in in my house growing up, we had the kitchen, where we you know we had most of our meals. But then we had the dining room, which was only we only ate there, on like Thanksgiving and like Passover. And you know, my mom was like very all about like this is where we have our fancy meals. Sure. Um, and the room was never used other than that.
2: And that's a great one. I feel bad for not even thinking about that because def- that would have been in my top nine. The also.
0: thing with family, like the holiday family meals, is sometimes they can go sideways. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so you know, there's certainly great memories, but you know, mostly mostly good mostly good times <laughs> is what you know mostly good times. Um, <laughs> but there's something you know you can't replicate a good family, generally holiday special occasion type meal. Absolutely, that's a great one.
2: You just had a great one with the lasagna. Yeah, exactly. uh, Kate's father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a fantastic one. What an emotional list. Yeah.
0: Emotion. Emotion. motion, offense. That's the offense we ran in high school basketball. Motion up and motion down. Motion casher. Motion casher. My number one is a diner off of a major road. (laughs)
2: no diners off of a minor road
0: there are some diners though that are like city diners are, are scattered all over I love a diner off of a highway like if you're on a highway and then it says like diner and then it's oh, like yeah. still like a major road that's off a highway and there's the those, diner those are great yeah it's again it's a port in a storm diner is the ultimate democracy of food it's like you could enjoy it with anyone it could be with your family maybe it's a first date Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a breakup. Maybe it's with friends. Maybe it's after a show. Sometimes you go too long. I remember one time I did this show with uh, Dan Frigolette in, like, Albany or somewhere. And he took us to this, like, great diner. It was, like, 12 a.m. and it was, like, off a of major road. And it was packed. And, you know, obviously it, we stayed there, like, two hours too long. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to go home. But still great. like The best.
2: Nothing. Post-show diner, unbelievable.
0: Post-show diner. But diner, again, it's like, it's that experience, but then it's also, you kind of are in transit. Like, you're going to a diner at an, Maybe for... Maybe, like, it's rare that you go to a diner at, like, 7 p.m. It's possible. But I feel like, generally, you're going to a diner, maybe for breakfast or for lunch. But oftentimes, <laughs> you could go to a you diner at any time, is what I'm saying.
2: That's the best part of
0: it. And... It's always going to be there for you no matter where you're going or where you're coming back from. It's a constant. It's a constant amidst the variables of life.
2: 100%. hundo P. I love me a diner. Can't Off get enough of a diner.
0: <laughs> you, you finish driving, you get into that parking lot. Oh, nothing oh, yeah. better. You walk up like the ramp. You know how they always have ramps? Oh, yeah. Like a ramp that's too long. Say, yep. why is this ramp so long just make a shorter ramp that's like slightly steeper It's not can't dropping. have them
2: go, can't have the wheelchairs go too fast
0: yeah I guess but they're too sometimes steep? too long then you get in there and you're like ooh should I play the crane game and try to win a Muppet
2: right play the sometimes they had the, the old school music you can flip through the music channels play music at your table jukebox a little jukebox jukebox hero that's a great one
0: sometimes you could get the boxes of cereal oh
2: yeah a little raisin bran yeah Wow. Get an omelet?
0: You can. I will. I'm going to get a souvlaki. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Fantastico. Or the Greek chicken wrap. It's souvlaki somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> got to come to Astoria. Every single restaurant's basically, it's they're not diners, but they serve. I know. I know. I got it.
0: There's actually, the ferry is, uh, I was looking at the map of the ferry. It's not impossible. It's Brooke. like it's easier to get to Astoria than it is to a few other places. I would just have to take I could take it directly to Long Island City. And then yeah, to Long Island City good. you can transfer. Or you can just walk, I guess.
2: There's a ferry that's like a twenty five minute walk from my apartment. Then I guess I that's the Astoria. The upper side. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's a good one. My number three is the late night darkly lit restaurant that has live music. Specifically jazz, I'm thinking. Only a few places that I've been to, but whenever I've done it or been there, I absolutely loved it. Uh, there's a place called Blue Smoke that's on like 22nd Street. They closed, Street. I think. it closed? Yeah. The Blue Standard? The barbecue place that has jazz venues? The music. restaurant I know closed, so I'm guessing the... the wow, that's yeah. insane. They had a, a great jazz venue in the basement that would serve unbelievable barbecue food. Had great experiences there with Phil Jackson. Yeah. Very upset that it's closed. Uh, there's another place called the Blue Note in the West Village yeah. that serves food and had an amazing, has amazing, um, me- amazing music, amazing food. But just in general, like, there's also some jazz bars in the East Village that's like, it's more like background music. Like, it's, it's a dark restaurant and they have like a late night menu and they just have like a guy playing the saxophone in the corner. Love that vibe, love that ambience. You can go alone if you want to just watch the music. You can go. It's a great place to go with friends. Just that's that's kind of my peak ambiance for like a, an indoor restaurant, darkly lit. There's music in the background. You can have a conversa- conversation, but you can also just not talk to the person, people you're with. Best of both worlds. Boy meets world.
0: Best of both worlds. Hannah Montana.
2: Bingo, Miley.
0: But that what you're describing, I think, is like what makes New York City like the greatest. 100%. And it's just so tragic that you can't do that. Like In New York, it's like, okay, I, I'm feeling this mood, so I'm going to go to this place and experience this thing. And that, you could do that any night. That has been cut off, and it's. I think it's wearing on people. 100%.
2: 1,000%. I think, I think people are going crazy. Some people are storming the Capitol. Some people are. Yeah. Stormy Daniels. I, that's, that's a huge thing I miss. It's yeah,
0: I, I never family. really those are cool I've never really eaten. The only experience I could think of is in I think I've talked about this before, but in L.A. and I think Los Feliz, maybe there was this place called the Dres- Dresden Dresden, and mm-hmm. it's like this old school jazz music place. And Kate and I went, and we ordered. Uh, I remember distinctly we got fried zucchini, and it was like one of the best oh, things yeah. I've ever eaten, oh, with
2: man. like just a bunch of red sauce. Love the red sauce and some fried zooks. Oh, yeah. Freddy Zuko. Vinny Zuko. Damn. Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko. Sandy. Zuccarelli. Guy on the Rangers. My number dos. My number two and one are pretty similar. My number two is eating on a beach chair on the beach. Chicken fingy sandwich. Give me the chicken finger sandwich. Provolone, lettuce, oil, and vinegar. Watching the waves. Feet in the sand. Maybe no shirt on, maybe shirt on, got lotion on, got a suit on. We were with family and friends. Could be by yourself. Could be could be anything, but sitting on a beach chair with the sand, though, that's my happy place. I know you're worried about umbrellas coming. So they're, they're coming, but I'm an athlete. I'll get up and I'll catch it. That's why it's my number two. And you're going to have this,
0: and it's just there's so many issues. Number one, sure, if you want a crunchy, sandy sandwich, You want to put the sand in the witch? I'm a professional. Be my guest.
2: It's not my my first rodeo. I'm not getting sand in my sand up.
0: Also, there's like no place if you want to put it down. Where are you putting it down?
2: You got to be a strategist. You got to have the brown bag next to your chair or you got to have some kind of garbage prepared so that you have a vehicle to put in your trash. You you can't just go in and plop down and start munching away. You got to have a plan of attack. I'm I'm not not trying
0: to do a military conquest. (laughs) I just want to
2: enjoy my food. I do agree; it's not the easiest place. I've never said it was the easiest, but not everything that's great comes easy. I think it's April Levine. It's complicated, and it's Canadian. It is Canadian. <laughs> that's why I love their healthcare system because they they eat on the beach, and it's just it's Canadian because they say I say what's that about? <laughs> I'll tell you what it's all about. It's about. It's a boot. The the ambiance and a boot. The just being on the beach,
0: and I'm gonna eating get, I, next to water. Eating on a beach, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna
2: give it a boot. I'll, I'll shove a boot up your 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 boot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's not the easiest, but I love it. Chicken Sando on the beach. My number two. And my number one. We, we said it's it's a restaurant, It's the, just the next level. It's the more comfortable version. It's the restaurant. It's the deck next to the ocean. You got a table. You're 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 not worried about the trash or where, where everything's going. I prefer. I don't I don't mind like a a fancy restaurant on the beach, but I, I like the more of the deck atmosphere, yeah. the low, the casual. But give me a sunset. Give me the give me some seafood. Watching the the ocean come in. it's my number one. You can't beat it. Can't and you won't.
0: You won't because it's, it's number one and yeah. I, I've said my yeah. thoughts. I, I pretty I you know I think it's great seafood deck. I do think sometimes the fancy ones can get a little bit carried away, but
2: yeah, it's each their own. Yeah. Toblerone. Toblerone. But the west coast. The one one thing also, I think it's it's better on the west coast because you're able to see the sunset on the ocean. I think there's. I'm a big sunset guy and I. On the east coast, you can only really see the sunset on the bay, but on the west coast, you can see it on the ocean because the the world is not flat. Yeah, I'll take the bay. I don't hate a bay. I'm a, I'm a pro Beyonce. I'm part of the Beehive, but on the ocean, that's like it feels like that's the major leagues. That's Premier League. It is Premier
0: League, but then if you're not having a good time, you're like, what is wrong with me?
2: That sounds like a bit of a personal problem. I, that's something. <laughs> there's, a lot of, to, there's a lot of
0: pressure to enjoy yourself. Uh,
2: the pressure, I, yeah, I I get that. Yeah, I get that.
0: You don't want to have pressure to enjoy yourself.
2: I agree. Under pressure.
0: All right, talking about pressure. Phil Jackson wrote in his predictions for your top nine, and I think he he delivered under pressure. A Hundo i I'm. Pulling his up. As always, you know, we call him Phil Jackson, but he really should be called Phil Prof. He says... I'm excited for this. Suffice to say, today I'll be Both triangulating ones. one of the most important components to a good meal. Vibes. Feeling. Just say quoi. <laughs> Sir Sweetfeet prides a culinary experience by the way it makes him feel. I don't need to remind anyone of his emotional range and attention to vibrations.
2: (laughs) Good vibes, my bruv.
0: So you'll all understand ambiance is a huge component to his brilliance. I'm simply titillated to dip our toes into the atmosphere orbiting Jesse's indulgence.
2: (laughs) The atmosphere orbiting my indulgence? Yeah. I need that... I need that on a poster tattooed on my neck. Without, for, without any further ado,
0: here's where I think our pal marries his taste buds to his vibe sensors. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: This guy's out of roll.
0: So he starts off hot. The dim, dark, luxurious jazz lounge.
2: No, there's just no way. That's not his lead off. That's his this lead- man's <laughs> in Fwanko. <laughs> He Chad, call the fire department. This guy is absolutely scorching. <laughs> Holy macaroni. Get yeah. the hydrants. Not only
0: is it when you said it, I was like, I can't believe. So when when he wrote this, I read, I said, great rebound from my criticism last week where I really ripped him so through specific. various soups. And I was like, I mean, that's three adjectives. I, he's painting the picture beautifully. And I thought it was almost like a, a response to like, to me, he said, he said in our exchange, he said that he, he heard me loud and clear last week. So <laughs> he I, took it to heart. Yeah. So I thought that that, but not only did he respond with that, but he just nails a very specific one of yours. It's very impressive.
2: Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, Phil. The Zen master.
0: Then he says the Eclectic Bistro.
2: Ooh, the eclectic beast <laughs> i love i love the the wording there and great ways of eclectic i i do love eclectic bistro it's i i got nothing, i got it's not on my list but it's a great call beach side sitting come on man this guy knows my body studies it in and out burger
0: the coffee shop vibe
2: i was thinking about that too i was definitely thinking about the coffee shop vibe
0: when it's good, it's good, but I think there's too many things that are annoying sometimes.
2: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not always thinking about eating there. Food I prefer never, a coffee shop that serves good food, but yeah,
0: the foods I feel like rarely good.
2: Yeah, it's a good call though.
0: Conference of home with Mama Rita.
2: Love Ma. <laughs> wow, that's a little that's a little personal for the podcast, but I gotta love it. He's 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 really firing. He's coming after. He's he's holding no bars. Attorney General. Classic diner experience. Yeah. I thought the diner. Great call, though. Need a diner. Good old Irish pub. Ooh, an Irish pub. That's not bad.
1: Uh, that's,
2: not, that's not terrible. It's kind of That is probably going to be his worst guess prediction. That's kind of the Ray Donovan last comic standing, but I'm not going to hate on it. And then bonus, the tailgating experience. Oh, my
0: God. Skinning those knees on no. chopped
2: in. <laughs> Chop game. Oh my god, that's the that was. They would make lamb chops at the tailgate. That's the best possible wow. option, food that, option. I gotta I gotta get to this tailgate. Good quality lamb meat, chops. bloody knees, bloody lamb chops. Oh my god, I can't believe that was a bonus. I mean, I it makes he saved the best for last. that's just an unbelievable rollercoaster yeah. And
0: then well then he also says uh braise on. <laughs> wow.
2: Phil would definitely appreciate you included that. Brazon, Phil. Great guesses, man. You're absolutely in fuego. Way we set it off. Way to bounce back from guessing soups.
0: Various soups.
2: Various soups. Kate comes in honest and also with some great guesses. She goes, okay, this is a tough one. Here are my LPPs. Lance Parker predictions. Posey, Lance Parker. I said that. Our apartment is the number one. Did not have the apartment. I. It kind
0: of tied in a little bit to family meals. I didn't specifically say it. When right. I, but yeah, I should have mentioned it. But yeah, it's kind of tied into that.
2: Got it. An old school red sauce Italian restaurant like Arturo's or we You had that. Bang. Bingo, bango. Old school diner. Boom. Bingo. A deli sandwich on a city bench thinking about when Lance goes to Fico's.
0: Yeah. So I I prefer to eat it at home in front of the TV. Got it. I'll have it on the bench though. But... The, it it can be amazing, but it also can be ruined by someone talking loudly on the phone.
2: This is fair. Or you could be on your couch and the millionaire next door could be going banana pudding.
0: Yeah, but I love that. You do love that. It's growing on me.
2: Growing pains. Fast food in the car or on a road trip. Wow. And, and this might be wow one of her best predictions. And then a quiet tea or a coffee place where. He can read slash work while eating thinking a place he went to in montreal
0: that's a good one yeah there was this like tea place in montreal that was like the best version of a like a tea you could like they had all this great tea but you could like work with that stuff i love like working or reading but eating is like the secondary yeah being productive eating is the second well it's being productive but also enjoying
2: yourself a coffee shop outside like when you're visiting a place eating ah, there great. and like doing that that's a great. great vibe yeah great vibe when you're being productive but you're also experiencing a new things yes
1: yeah. yeah yeah yeah
2: great predictions pretty impressive great peas two peas in a pod that's us bingo I got no ad this week just, just support the Patreon if you want to get some unbelievable bonus content we have great off menu episodes we've got fantastic bonus episodes some top nines that you will only hear behind the paywall great inside bits, great characters for, for, for a couple shekels, a couple, couple pennies. Yeah,
0: we got a bonus Jonas Patreon. Brothers. Yeah, it's, it's I, I don't know, it's good, I think. I think uh, you just, listen, I hate to compare ourselves to other podcasts, but we're better than them. And you see these podcasts that are successful and you're like, alright. Maybe the Brazerbacks are smart enough to be like, well, we know we're getting this great product. Right. And they're they're right. But right. but uh we want we want to grow the the pod and uh your support would would mean a lot. And and if there's anything on the page, like if there is anything that you'd want us to do, that'd be like, Oh, this could be good for a Patreon, like we do a food challenge or something. Yeah. Romaine let us know ideas and uh yeah, we could definitely add stuff in. Absolutely. Yeah. Stuffing. Stuffing.
2: You want so, to get into some quabs? We, got, well, we have a
0: question. We have a question, and it's actually a question that I have. Oh, boy. For the and You have a question to the Brazerbacks? I have a question to the Brazerbacks, and to you. To you, as well as the Brazerbacks. I'm a Brazerback. You are a Brazerback. I'm a Brazerback. Yeah. It's yeah. about uh, a bakery dilemma, and I want people to tell me which bakery I should be going to
2: Baker Mayfield.
0: Yeah. And I guess you could respond by like DMing the Braze Bits
2: We we'll uh, like this interactive
0: Instagram. I don't know. Maybe we should make an. In- we'll we'll think of how to make it interactive. But you could email our email Brazebits at Gmail. You could um, DM us on Instagram. Maybe we'll do a story about it or something. Okay. Uh, or you could you know Romaine let us know in whatever way. But so this is my this is my dilemma. So there are these two bakeries. I've been getting bread more often like good quality like baguette and I'll have it like like a slice of, of bread with like jam for breakfast and I've been making these like turkey sandwiches and like I, it's better just to have like better bread it's not that expensive and I feel like it really upgrades your quality of life so I argue that so there's one bakery that I've been going to and they have good stuff the prices are really good or they're 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 fine it's like it, it's, it seems fair. the the bread is good it's it's not out of this world but it's it's good uh the only problem is that whenever i go i i don't i used to carry cash on me all the time but now i don't really because the pandemic so i pay with a card and they always hover over me like for the tip
2: what do you mean they hover over
0: like you pay with the card and then you know they have like can you you want to tip yeah they're just like basically looking at you like seeing if you tip Oh yeah. And at first I thought it was like this one person, but now I've gone enough where it's like literally every single person who works there does that. Yeah. And I'm like paying three dollars and fifty cents for a baguette. Maybe sometimes I, I would tip, but like it's like the minimum is a dollar to tip for $3.50, it's four fifty. It's like I'm not gonna tip every time. And also if you're like kind of like pressuring me into tipping, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tip. If you're pressuring that's not what a tip is. And I get why, like, these uh, point-of-sale services, like with Big Apple Box, I've learned that, like, paying through Square, for instance, is what we use. They take percentages. And clearly, they're trying – I feel like these point-of-sale systems are positioning themselves to take more and more fees and trying to pass on money to the customer always by encouraging tips, right? That's what all these Square and point-of-sale type systems are trying to do because they want to take more money. So they figure, okay – Let's anyway, that's kind of an aside, but it's kind of annoying, right?
2: thousand percent This happens all the time at coffee shops when they they flip over the iPad and they're right in front of you yeah don't want to tip. but there's there's
0: sometimes I think there is a difference where it's like okay, that's built into the coffee shop system, but sometimes they of like they look away you yeah. know these people are like literally hovering on top of you like seeing that you're not tipping right um, that's, that's awful. yeah like peer pressuring you basically. It's not great. So it's not great, but the stuff is good, and everything else is. That's the only problem. Yeah. The other place I haven't gone to, it's it's much closer to my apartment. Um, this place, the set, the place with the tipping issue, is like it's like a four minute walk, so it's not really that far. But this other place is like a forty five second walk. Okay. The issue with this place is I've never been in there because they're a bakery where, like, you could never see what they have when you walk by. It's, like, all their stuff. You have to go in and ask? No. So, like, you know how bakeries, you could, like, generally, like, I feel like the whole point of a bakery is, like, you have bread in the window and you could smell the bakery. But this is, like, an ex- it feels like an exclusive club. Like, their windows are fogged up and <laughs> it's, like, minimalist. And I, I've always tried to peer in and I've never been able to see anything because everything is, like, in the back. And if a bakery doesn't want to sell me their bread, then I don't want to go there. Wow. So like, I just think it's crazy that a bakery would do that. Interesting. That that
2: makes me, I feel like they're playing a little hard to get. That would make me want to go inside and kind of figure out what's going on.
0: So I have the sense with that bakery, and I could be wrong, and maybe I should should go in there, but it's like, you know, they're playing like the exclusivity card and they're like, you have to be a premium person to get this stuff. Hmm. And that to me always is like, their stuff might be a little higher priced and like mm. smaller and i hate Got that it.
1: right
0: so i don't know which one i should go to should i go to the one where they're playing hard to get where you can't see i think they're trying they're like trying to be popular trying to be like a popular kid right but then this other one is like hovering over so i'm not sure what the right answer is i could try the the other one but I feel like if I make I got if I make a decision I'm gonna to stick to it. I don't want to like try this place, and then only go once. Well, unless it's gotta, really unless it's really bad.
2: I think you gotta try it. You gotta try it at least once. And if, if it's the bread is so good or whatever you're getting is so good, you, you gotta get. You, it, it might be undeniable. It might be worth it being exclusive for a reason.
0: The other issue is if I go in, I walk by them all the time. So I feel like if I went in once. That I don't want to, you know. Be the guy who
2: walks past I can't really yeah. once.
0: I'm the I'm the guy who walks past now, but they don't know me, so it's right.
2: okay. I don't know. I mean, there's certain restaurants that they put their food on their menu, and places that don't. Like it's sometimes people feel like they need to promote their food. Sometimes people know their food is so good, they they don't they let the food speak for itself. This might be some good some good loaf.
0: I just think it's crazy that you wouldn't even know that it's a bakery. It's bananas. But the other thing it's like do I really want this hovering like
2: it could just be that kind of bakery that maybe they service like restaurants and that their main source is not like getting people off the street but you can maybe I assume they get a good they get a good amount of customers yeah I think you got to give it at least one shot one opportunity
0: what do you think do you think I'm overreacting with the tipping thing because I'm like am i rude about this or
2: no the the tipping thing is definitely an issue that've i've had a, also, when they're standing over you, you feel the pressure. You feel like an asshole if you don't tip. You feel like they're they're making you tip. It's a very it's a very awkward position to be in. At a coffee shop, I usually give a dollar, but like a, at other places, if they're like right on top of you and they're staring at you, it's, it's a weird position to be in.
0: The whole thing with tipping is it's like you shouldn't be compelled to do it. Like it's a gener- it's generous on your part. Yeah. So, I mean, in a restaurant, obviously it's a different story. But yeah. It's almost like society is trying to outsource everything. It's everything from like Uber. It's like, all right, well, you want to work for us? You got to bring your own car with the service in the restaurants. It's like, oh, well, you want right. you want uh, waiters to get paid? Well, you got to pay them. It's like, what, <laughs> it, what, are, what are we doing?
2: What are we doing? Yeah, it's a good call.
0: So it's like maybe, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe the people working at the... Well, just another way to get more money, I guess. I don't yeah. know. It's
2: it's probably, if they're doing it every single time, it's probably a strategy by their manager or management being like, this is what you got to do.
0: I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So you say I should try the other one.
2: Yeah, at least once.
0: But I don't, yeah. I feel like once I do it, I'm, I'm committed. Pot, I'm huh. pot committed. Yeah, i see what Seidel says.
2: Yeah. Seidel shows cards. Yeah.
1: Whatever Seidel
0: says, I mean, if if it's like an overwhelming response, then, but I would like to hear what Seidel thinks about this.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't see really the argument for not trying it at least once. Like, what are they going to do if you keep, if you, if you don't like it, you don't go back, they're going to come flag you down?
0: I guess the question is, is what's worse? A bakery where you don't even know what it is, like what's in there versus like having everything shown and it being, you know. I, th- I think yeah. this, I think the second bakery is things are a little more expensive too. Right. So it's like a bakery that I think is like it represents itself as a bakery should, in my opinion, where it's like you see all the bread, you get the good smells, and then you go in and everything's great except they're hovering over you.
2: Got it. Or well, The other one, it might just be that they have a quiet confidence. They don't have everything around. There's not a lot of smells, but they know the second you take that loaf home, you're going to be blown away.
0: Yeah, they're like um, – they're like one of those people on Instagram who like has zero followers. Or no no, that has zero followers. They they have they follow zero people.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. And it always gives a always, always off putting. Right. I agree. It's like what are you doing on here? If you're gonna be on social media, you're not gonna follow anybody? You'd... It's all about you. And it's exactly. like
0: no, it's about you, yes, but it's also about everyone else. Yeah. There's there's a reciprocity here that if That's you're great, not following
2: Absolutely. Yeah. You got to try it.
0: Okay. Let's do QAB. I'll have... You You got to go because I've been talking for too long.
2: And I, was, I enjoyed that. I, now I want to have some, some, some loaf some fresh rye bread. We loaf alluded to it. What? Loaf at Tatubu. Nice. What happened to him? Loafing around?
0: He retired, I think.
2: Now he's just a big meatloaf? Yeah. My QAB, we alluded to it Earlier, if people don't know, but the Kyrie Irving situation, he's on the Brooklyn Nets now. After the storming of the Capitol last week, Kyrie did not show up to, I think it was, the th- he had a game Thursday, did not show up, he didn't tell anybody. Like The coach of the Nets, Steve Nash, uh, had to face the media being like, I, I don't know where he is, I haven't heard from him. Kyrie ended up like texting a few teammates saying that He's not coming to the game uh, for personal reasons. And people are saying it's probably because he's overwhelmed by um, what happened in Washington, D.C. And he's affected by it, which I I understand. Maybe missing a game about that. Maybe two. He's now missed four games. And then yesterday, a video came out of him partying. I think it was his sister's birthday and also his dad's birthday. They were at a club in New Jersey. He's dancing. He looks to be in a pretty good mood. It's just... First, it's 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 obviously QAB, but it makes me very happy. He's not on the Knicks because if if a superstar like him was not showing up to games and saying he's has personal stuff going on, but then he's out partying, what are you doing? And uh, but the next is just he's got these teammates. Like how do you it's so disrespectful to your teammates uh, for not showing up? Like, they have to show up. It's a job. I understand like. I was listening to the radio earlier like people were saying like the day after 9/11 people didn't show up to work people took off for because they wanted to gather themselves but like at a certain point you, you got to especially if you're working on a team if you're doing a team job or team sport you got to show up for your your teammates and he's just like puts himself on a pedestal he's above everybody else it's uh it's highly QAB
0: Yeah um the only thing I'll say is that in that situation, you have to explain to your teammates what's going on. Yeah. Like your teammates deserve that. As you said, your team, you can't be letting down your teammates. You have responsibility to your teammates. I think above all before an organization, before league, before the fans, you have responsibility to your teammates. Maybe he's explained this to the teammates. We don't know Like we, we don't know. It doesn't appear like it. Clearly he didn't explain it to, to Steve Nash. Um, yeah, it's QAB, and I think Kyrie is, um, I don't know him, but, you know, there's a pattern of of stuff that's like, you know, in Boston, right, there was some friction. Yeah. Uh, he had some friction with LeBron, which yeah. LeBron, I think, is a, you know, I think he's, LeBron has clashed with a lot, of, you know, he's I guess, yeah. a, a strong personality. But, yeah, I mean, you have a responsibility to your teammates, and and especially
2: especially in covid times yeah like and then the yeah, going, and then, and
0: then and then besides that well maybe i mean at least in in some ways it is better if you're gonna, if you're if you're you know
2: going to the, this
0: uh party with no social distancing and indoors and all that it is it, it, it is
2: actually more responsible to not well now he's yeah. not yeah. but if he did that first and is not coming but yeah the fact that he, he's telling everybody i'm right now i'm like yeah. uh, mentally and i'm not, I'm, not, I'm so affected by this yeah. thing and I can't show up. But then if you see him out partying, it's like, I, I, don't, I don't trust his word.
0: Yeah. Well, I think people release in different ways. Like that, that could be a way to, you know, you're a family, you're having fun. It could be a way to release, but like, again, there's, there's protocols and responsibilities that we all have. And if people don't follow them, then society breaks down. And listen, I, I, listen, 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 <laughs> um, Being a celebrity, having that expectation, I'm sure it creates psychological issues. I know I would not be able to handle it. I'm almost thankful that, like, just even being a comedian with, like, a certain level of fame, right? Uh, John Mullaney, for instance, right? Now he's in rehab. Yeah. Like, just having to deal with, like, that being public seems horrible. Yeah. So, if your every move, like, I'm sure at some point it gets to and you have a breakdown. But at the same time, then you can walk away from it all. So if you're going to you have responsibility to your, to your teammates, as you said.
1: Yeah.
2: You know who would never had this kind of breakdown? My guy, John Morant. No. That's my dog.
0: Yeah. He's great. Next,
2: my next goal is to get John Morant to be a brazier back.
0: Oh, yeah. we get Imagine. John Morant on the pot. Imagine. Yeah.
2: Be a slam dunk.
0: That would rule. Would rules. Jaw ja rules.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's got to be the clip. That was unbelievable. Job rules, Job Morant rules. Wow, holy mackerel! That I don't know how we're gonna top that. Good luck with your QAB. Yeah,
0: my <laughs> my my QAB is we got a new neighbor directly above us. Oh boy! And
2: you have a clogging issue? Kind kind of. We <laughs> you seen that commercial?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so. It's this girl. I think she's like in her early twenties, and she seems fine enough. But she's stomping so loudly oh. back and forth. Like I'm, I'm heavy footed. I stomp. I'm that long running show with pots and pans. I'm gonna stomp.
2: Yeah, I mean those calves are are always stomping.
0: But it's just like it's it's ran. It's all day. It's like into oh. the night, and it's like what are you doing? Up there and it's it's loud and it's like a problem but it's like we can't go up there and be like hey uh you're walking is a problem it it does sound like she's doing other stuff i have no idea like i think one of the times she was just unpacking and just like making a ton of like just like throwing hmm. weights on the ground or i don't know <coughs> what she was doing but it's it's a situation where it's annoying it's 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 certainly annoying but I feel like it's not at the level where we could go and say, hey, um, you can't walk in your – like, what can we say, really?
2: So I had this exact experience. That, have I talked about this on the podcast? I, I don't think like so. On to, I, when I, my last apartment, there was a baby on, above me that would wake up at like 5 in the morning and would like sprint across their apartment. And it would be so loud. It would shake my apartment. And it sounds I like first, a fat baby. It was, a, it was, <laughs> ended up being be a boss. Shady. This baby was the boss of my life. It was a boss baby. <laughs> so loud. We waking me up, It was sprinting, like just pounding. There's de- definitely no rug up there. So my first, I, I ended up having, just because it was waking me up so early in the morning. I, I left, my first move was I left a note, a very cordial note, just being like, this is my situation. Like if you could, is there anything you could do? Maybe put a rug down or, not have the baby sprinting, running wind sprints in, in that early in the morning. Still, still kept happening for a couple of weeks. One, then another morning, I Did went they up and... Did not respond at all? No Did response. Next time I knocked on their door, Did, they didn't open the door. I, I knew they were inside. They just didn't open the door. The door of a door. The, the door <laughs> of a door. And then my next resort, I started throwing a basketball against my, my, my ceiling. <laughs> Admittedly, a very immature <laughs> response but i had a basketball if like a friend was over usually when i had a friend over to kind of like make them laugh but i I, I would the baby would sprint and i would throw a basketball at my ceiling and it came to a head the mom and the father the mom came down with the baby in her hands it was probably like a two-year-old whenever you start walking sprinting and she like screamed at me she's like it's a baby what do you want us to do it's a baby and i was like in shock and i was just like uh, could you just be more considerate? It should basically just like railroaded me and nothing I could do. They, I, but, it, but since then they, I think they put a rug down, but there wasn't an issue, but we had a big conversation. Uh, Eric was actually there. Uh, what was my nickname for Eric? I, I think it was just Eric, but Eric, Eric, Eric was there. Eric Saito. No, my, my Eric, <laughs> Giggles and Cream co-producer. I threw the basketball at the ceiling and she came down and just, she pretty much like shotgun me in the face just like blew my face off because you can't I have no response which is she's holding the baby in her hands and and my response to throw a basketball the ceiling is not a mature move but I, I tried you, other ways
0: okay, so you are a thousand percent right that is awful that is <laughs> yeah. like I hate people those are my least favorite people in the world who are so they only address anything when it's a problem becomes a problem for them exactly and discount entirely your double event you made two advances exactly I, I did and it's despicable it's pathetic people like that should not be parents but apparently they're the only people who appear to be parents in New York City and, and this woman was a, was a bit unhinged like, well I, I, obviously I, I, they I, I it's just so selfish self centered behavior
2: very and, and
0: yeah of course you're gonna be caught off guard and they're creating a situation where you, you seem like a complete asshole if you, yeah, Oh, that, that is awful.
2: I was once, I was, I was running on the street and I went past them and I could hear her saying, look, he's running away from us. I was literally, I was going for a job. Like she that. made it about herself being like, yeah, I'm course. running away from her.
0: It's like people yeah. like that. I rarely, I always like to think that like, I mean with her, I'm sure too. It's like, there's people have these issues that are unresolved, and that's the reason why. Like I, I honestly, truly think that the people who stormed the Capitol have issues in their lives that are unresolved, and we oh, yeah. susceptible to a crazy person brainwashing them, right? Yeah. Uh, but people like that who like take advantage of other, like Trump. I mean, Trump's an example, but like people who take advantage and navigate their life, like it's all about them, and then yep. never consider. When you make an advance, this is the worst type of people and they deserve, like those are the only people who I ever think like deserve to be publicly shamed, like behavior <laughs> like that. Like that behavior to me deserves to be publicly shamed. Yeah. Because clearly there's no other way to get through to someone like that. Exactly. Because they're just going to figure out how to take advantage of people in life like that person did to you. It's pathetic. Yeah.
2: Nothing I could do. hundred percent. They thought I would just kind of roll over. They didn't react to my first couple of advances, couple my reach out. So I started throwing a ball. Lavar, Lonzo, Lamella. Yeah. Ball boy.
0: Yeah. Um, that's terrible.
2: That's terrible.
0: That's ter- terrible.
2: Are you thinking you're going to have to confront this the I don't think buff? I am
0: because I don't think it's like – I'm not going to – I think there's a difference with a baby also. It's like there is something – It's like – there's more of a reason to acknowledge it. It's like, you guys are parents.
2: Right.
0: It, this is something that at least should be addressed. You could just say, hey, we're going to do our best. Like in that, like a normal parent might say, hey, thanks for letting us know. Yeah, uh, exactly. Obviously it's a baby. So like, <laughs> we're going to, we'll try to do our best. Like that's, oh, that's all you have to yeah. say. You, you could literally just be like, hey, thanks for letting us know, but kind of fuck you. But at least that's better than just nothing. And then exactly. unloading.
2: Right. No respect.
0: Yeah, no, I hate that. That got me so riled up.
2: Believe me, I was I was very riled. Pat riled up for it.
1: Yeah.
2: Beautiful. Let's 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 try to release some of that tension. Bring in the closer. Right. You want to do it? Yeah. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four.
0: Bitch, 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 bitch. Come on. Nice.
2: Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thanks for listening to Braze Bit, everybody. Support the pod. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us some five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast out. And if you want more content, subscribe to our Patreon.
0: Yeah. Everything Jesse said, I'm going to echo unlimited.
2: Love it. That's all I got.
0: That's all I got.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: We'll see you next week.
1: Peace!